and sometimes, as Lord Ketaniah. Both are leaders of the pure devotees. Pure devotees of the Lord have no desire other than the service of the Lord, and therefore they are called Sabvata. The Lord is the chief amongst such Sabvatas. This Madiva, therefore, had no other desires. Unless one is purified from all sorts of material desires, the Lord does not become one's leader. Desires cannot be wiped out, but they have only to be purified. It is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita by the Lord himself that he gives his instruction from within the heart of a pure devotee who is constantly engaged in the service of the Lord. Such instruction is given not for any material purpose but only for going back home, back to Godhead BG 10.10. For the ordinary man who wants to lord it over material nature, the Lord not only sanctions and becomes a witness of activities, but he never gives the non-devotee instructions for going back to Godhead. That is the difference in dealings by the Lord with different living beings, both the devotee and the non-devotee. He is leader of all the living beings, as the king of the state rules both the prisoners and the free citizens. But his dealings are different in terms of devotee and non-devotee. Non-devotees never care to take any instruction from the Lord, and therefore the Lord is silent in their case, although he witnesses all their activities and awards them the necessary results, good or bad. The devotees are above this material goodness and badness. They are progressive on the path of transcendence, and therefore they have no desire for anything material. The devotee also knows Shri Krishna, as the original Narayana, because Lord Shri Krishna, by his plenary portion, appears as the Kasai Visnu, the original source of all material creation. The Lord also desires the association of his pure devotees, and for them only the Lord descends on the earth and enlivens them. The Lord appears out of his own will. He is not forced by the conditions of material nature. He is therefore described here as the Vigu, or the Almighty, for he is never conditioned by the laws of material nature. SB 1.9.33 Text 33 Text Tribuvana Kamanam Tamilavarnam Ravi Karagoravirambaram Dadhain Vasparalakakulavradanadjam Vijayasakhradarastuminavadaya. Word for word meanings. Tribuvana, three statuses of planetary systems, Kamanam, the most desirable, Tamilavarnam, bluish like the Tamala tree, Ravikara, sun rays, Gora, golden color, Virambaram, glittering dress, Dadhain, one who wears, Vata, body, Alakakula Avrata, covered with paintings of sandalwood pulp, Anana Adjam, face like a lotus, Vijayasak, unto the friend of Arjuna, Radahastu, may attraction be reposed upon him, me, my, Anavadaya, without desire for fruitive results. Translation. Shri Krishna is the intimate friend of Arjuna. He has appeared on this earth in his transcendental body, which resembles the bluish color of the Tamala tree. His body attracts everyone in the three planetary systems left square bracket upper, middle and lower right square bracket. May his glittering yellow dress and his lotus face, covered with paintings of sandalwood pulp, be the object of my attraction, and may I not desire fruitive results. PURPORT When Shri Krishna by his own internal pleasure appears on earth, he does so by the agency of his internal potency. The attractive features of his transcendental body are desired in all the three worlds, namely the upper, middle and lower planetary systems. Nowhere in the universe are there such beautiful bodily features, as those of Lord Krishna. Therefore his transcendental body has nothing to do with anything materially created. Arjuna is described here as the conqueror, and Krishna is described as his intimate friend. Bismadeva, on his bed of arrows after the battle of Hiruksatra, is remembering the particular dress of Lord Krishna which he put on, as the driver of Arjuna's chariot. While fighting was going on between Arjuna and Bhisma, Bhisma's attraction was drawn by the glittering dress of Krishna, and indirectly he admired his so-called enemy Arjuna for possessing the Lord as his friend. Arjuna was always a conqueror, because the Lord was his friend. Bismadeva takes this opportunity to address the Lord as Vijayasak, friend of Arjuna, because the Lord is pleased when he is addressed conjointly with his devotees, who are related with him in different transcendental humors. While Krishna was the charioteer of Arjuna, sun rays glittered on the dress of the Lord, and the beautiful hue created by the reflection of such rays was never forgotten by Bismadeva. As a great fighter he was relishing the relation of Krishna in the chivalrous humor. Transcendental relation with the Lord in any one of the different rasas, humors, 
is relishable by the respective devotees in the highest ecstasy. Less intelligent Londoners who want to make a show of being transcendentally related with the Lord artificially jump at once to the relation of conjugal love, imitating the damsels of Virjatama. Such a cheap relation with the Lord exhibits only the base mentality of the Mundaner, because one who has relished conjugal humor with the Lord cannot be attached to worldly conjugal raza, which is condemned even by mundane ethics. The eternal relation of a particular soul with the Lord is evolved. A genuine relation of the living being with the Supreme Lord can take any form out of the five principal razas, and it does not make any difference in transcendental degree to the genuine devotee. This Madiva is a concrete example of this, and it should be carefully observed how the great general is transcendentally related with the Lord. SB 1.9.34. Text 34. Text. Yadhi Tirigarajal Vidhamra Visvak Takalula Disramavaria Lankratasai Womanisatasara Word for word meanings. Yadhi, on the battlefield, Tiriga, horses, Raja, dust, Vidhamra, turned an ashen color, Visvak, waving, Taka, hair, Lulata, scattered, Samavari, perspiration, Alankrata, decorated with, Asai, unto the face, Mama, my, Nisita, sharp, Sarai, by the arrows, Vidyadayamana, pierced by, Tvasi, in the skin, Vilasat, enjoying pleasure. Kavase, protecting armor, Astu, let there be, Krishna, unto Sri Krishna, Atma, mind. Translation. On the battlefield, left square bracket, where Sri Krishna attended Arjuna out of friendship right square bracket, the flowing hair of Lord Krishna turned ashen due to the dust raised by the hoofs of the horses. And because of his labor, beads of sweat wetted his face. All these decorations, intensified by the wounds dealt by my sharp arrows, were enjoyed by him. Let my mind thus go unto Sri Krishna. Purport. The Lord is the absolute form of eternity, bliss and knowledge. As such, transcendental loving service to the Lord in one of the five principal relations, namely Santa, Dasaya, Sakhaya, Vatsalaya and Madhuriya, that is, neutrality, servitorship, fraternity, filial affection and conjugal love, is graciously accepted by the Lord when offered to the Lord in genuine love and affection. Sri Bismadiva is a great devotee of the Lord in the relation of servitorship. Thus his throwing of sharp arrows at the transcendental body of the Lord is as good as the worship of another devotee who throws soft roses upon him. It appears that this Madiva is repenting the actions he committed against the person of the Lord. But factually the Lord's body was not at all pained due to his transcendental existence. His body is not matter. Both he himself and his body are complete spiritual identity. Spirit is never pierced, burnt, dried, moistened, etc. This is vividly explained in the Bhagavad Gita. So also it is stated in the Skanda Purana. It is said there that spirit is always uncontaminated and indestructible. It cannot be distressed, nor can it be dried up. When Lord Vishnu in his incarnation appears before us, he seems to be like one of the conditioned souls, materially engaged, just to bewilder the Ashuras, or the non-believers, who are always alert to kill the Lord, even from the very beginning of his appearance. Kamsa wanted to kill Krishna, and Ravana wanted to kill Rama, because foolishly they were unaware of the fact that the Lord is never killed, for the spirit is never annihilated. Therefore Bismadavas piercing of the body of Lord Krishna is a sort of bewildering problem for the non-devotee atheist, but those who are devotees, or liberated souls, are not bewildered. Bismadiva appreciated the all-merciful attitude of the Lord, because he did not leave Arjuna alone, although he was disturbed by the sharpened arrows of Bismadiva, nor was he reluctant to come before Bisma's deathbed, even though he was ill-treated by him on the battlefield. Bhisma's repentance and the Lord's merciful attitude are both unique in this picture. Shri Visvanathakakravarti Thakura, a great Akariya and devotee in the humor of conjugal love with the Lord, remarks very saliently in this regard. He says that the wounds created on the body of the Lord by the sharpened arrows of this medieval were as pleasing to the Lord as the biting of a fancy who bites the body of the Lord directed by a strong sense of sex desire. Such biting by the opposite sex is never taken as a sign of enmity, even if there is a wound on the body. Therefore, the fighting, as an exchange of transcendental pleasure between the Lord and his pure devotee, Sri Bismadiva, was not at all mundane. 
Besides that, since the Lord's body and the Lord are identical, there was no possibility of wounds in the Absolute's body. The apparent wounds caused by the sharpened arrows are misleading to the common man, but one who has a little Absolute knowledge can understand the transcendental exchange in the chivalrous relation. The Lord was perfectly happy with the wounds caused by the sharpened arrows of this Vadiva. The word Vidhyadayamana is significant, because the Lord's skin is not different from the Lord. Because our skin is different from our soul, in our case the word Vidhyadayamana, or being bruised and cut, would have been quite suitable. Transcendental bliss is of different varieties, and the variety of activities in the mundane world is but a perverted reflection of transcendental bliss. Because everything in the mundane world is qualitatively mundane, it is full of inebrieties, whereas in the absolute realm, because everything is of the same absolute nature, there are varieties of enjoyment without inebriety. The Lord enjoyed the wounds created by his great devotee Bismadiva, and because Bismadiva is a devotee in the chivalrous relation, he fixes up his mind on Krishna in that wounded condition. SB 1.9.35 Text 35 Text Sapati Sakhi Vakona Samaya Madhai Nijapirayar Balio Ratham Nivesias Fitavati Parasamikair Axna Hurtavati Partha Sakhradir Mamastu. Word for word meanings. Sapati, on the battlefield, Sakhi Vaka, command of the friend, Nisamaya. After hearing, Madhai, in the midst, Nija, his own, Pirayar, and the opposite party, Balia, strength, Ratham, chariot, Nivesaya, having entered, Sfitavati, while staying there, Parasanika, of the soldiers on the opposite side, a duration of life, Axna, by looking over, Hurtavati, act of diminishing, Partha, of Arjuna, son of Prafat, Kunti, Sak, unto the friend, Rabbi, intimate relation, Mama, my, astu, let there be, translation, in obedience to the command of his friend, Lord Shri Krishna entered the arena of the battlefield of Hiruksatra between the soldiers of Arjuna and Brayadhana, and while there he shortened the lifespans of the opposite party by his merciful glance. This was done simply by his looking at the enemy. Let my mind be fixed upon that Krishna. PURPORT in the Bhagavad Gita, 1.2125, Arjuna ordered the infallible Lord Shri Krishna to place his chariot between the phalanxes of the soldiers. He asked him to stay there, until he had finished observing the enemies he had to face in the battle. When the Lord was so asked, he at once did so, just like an order carrier. And the Lord pointed out all the important men on the opposite side, saying, Here is Bisma, here is Drona, and so on. The Lord, being the supreme living being, is never the order supplier or order carrier of anyone, however he may be. But out of his causeless mercy and affection for his pure devotees, sometimes he carries out the order of the devotee like an awaiting servant. By executing the order of a devotee, the Lord becomes pleased, as a father is pleased to carry out the order of his small child. This is possible only out of pure transcendental love between the Lord and his devotees, and this Medeva was quite aware of this fact. He therefore addressed the Lord as the friend of Arjuna. The Lord diminished the duration of life of the opposite party by his merciful glance. It is said that all the fighters who assembled on the battlefield of Hiruxatra attained salvation by personally seeing the Lord at the time of death. Therefore, his diminishing the duration of life of Arjuna's enemy does not mean that he was partial to the cause of Arjuna. Factually he was merciful to the opposite party, because they would not have attained salvation by dying at home in the ordinary course of life. Here was a chance to see the Lord at the time of death and thus attain salvation from material life. Therefore, the Lord is all good, and whatever he does is for everyone's good. Apparently it was for the victory of Arjuna, his intimate friend, but factually it was for the good of Arjuna's enemies. Such are the transcendental activities of the Lord, and whoever understands this also gets salvation after quitting this material body. The Lord does no wrong in any circumstance, because he is absolute, all good at all times. SB 1.9.36 Text 36 Text Via Vahita Pratana Mukham Nirixayas Vajana Vedvadva Makhasaya Dosa Budhaya Kumata Matarad Atma Vidaya Yas Pirana Rabbah Paramasaya Tasaya Nistu. Word for word meanings. Via Vahita, standing at a distance, Pratana, soldiers, Mukham, faces, Nirixaya, by looking upon, Svajana, kinsmen, Vedvat, from the act of killing, 
the Makassaya, one who is reluctant, Dosabudhaya, by polluted intelligence, Kumatam, poor fund of knowledge, Atarat, eradicated, Atmavidaya, by transcendental knowledge, Yah, he who, Karana, to the feet, Rabbah, attraction, Paramasaya, of the Supreme, Tasaya, for him, me, my, astu, let there be. Translation. When Arjuna was seemingly polluted by ignorance upon observing the soldiers and commanders before him on the battlefield, the Lord eradicated his ignorance by delivering transcendental knowledge. May his lotus feet always remain the object of my attraction. PURPORT The kings and the commanders were to stand in the front of the fighting soldiers. That was the system of actual fighting. The kings and commanders were not so-called presidents or ministers of defense, as they are today. They would not stay home, while the poor soldiers or mercenaries were fighting face to face. This may be the regulation of modern democracy, but when actual monarchy was prevailing, the monarchs were not cowards elected without consideration of qualification. As it was evident from the battlefield of Hiruxatra, all the executive heads of both parties, like Drona, Bisma, Arjuna and Brianhana, were not sleeping, all of them were actual participants in the fighting, which was selected to be executed at a place away from the civil residential quarters. This means that the innocent citizens were immune from all effects of fighting between the rival royal parties. The citizens had no business in seeing what was going to happen during such fighting. They were to pay one-fourth of their income to the ruler, whether he be Arjuna or Dryadhana. All the commanders of the parties on the battlefield of Hiruxatra were standing face to face, and Arjuna saw them with great compassion and lamented that he was to kill his kinsmen on the battlefield for the sake of the empire. He was not at all afraid of the giant military phalanx presented by Dryadhana, but as a merciful devotee of the Lord, renunciation of worldly things was natural for him, and thus he decided not to fight for worldly possessions. But this was due to a poor fund of knowledge, and therefore it is said here that his intelligence became polluted. His intelligence could not be polluted at any time, because he was a devotee and constant companion of the Lord, as is clear in the fourth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. Apparently Arjuna's intelligence became polluted, because otherwise there would not have been a chance to deliver the teachings of Bhagavad Gita for the good of all polluted conditioned souls engaged in material bondage by the conception of the false material body. The Bhagavad Gita was delivered to the conditioned souls of the world to deliver them from the wrong conception of identifying the body with the soul and to re-establish the soul's eternal relation with the Supreme Lord. Atmavidaya, or transcendental knowledge of himself, was primarily spoken by the Lord for the benefit of all concerned in all parts of the universe. SB 1.9.37 Text 37 Text Svanigamapaya mad pratijnam ratamad hikardam ava pluto rafast fahdrataraphikirano bayak talajar haran riva hantamidham Word for word meanings. Svanigamam, own truthfulness, apaya, for nullifying, mad pratijnam. My own promise, ratam, factual, adhi, more, kardam, for doing it, ava pluta, getting down, rafast fah, from the chariot, drata, taking up, rafa, chariot, karana, wheel, and hyat, went hurriedly, kalaja, trampling the earth, hera, line, iva, like, hantam, to kill, ibham, elephant, gada, leaving aside, adriya, covering cloth. Translation. Fulfilling my vow and sacrificing his own promise, he got down from the chariot, took up its wheel, and ran towards me hurriedly, just as a line goes to kill an elephant. He even dropped his outer garment on the way. PURPORT The Battle of Hiruxatra was fought on military principles but at the same time in a sporting spirit, like a friend's fight with another friend. Brianhana criticized this Madiva, alleging that he was reluctant to kill Arjuna because of paternal affection. Aksatriya cannot tolerate insults on the principle of fighting. Bismadiva therefore promised that the next day he would kill all five Pandavas with special weapons made for the purpose. Dryadhana was satisfied, and he kept the arrows with him to be delivered the next day during the fight. By tricks Arjuna took the arrows from Dryadhana, and Bismadiva could understand that this was the trick of Lord Krishna. So he took a vow that the next day Krishna would have to take up weapons himself, otherwise his friend Arjuna would die. In the next day's fighting Bismadiva fought so violently that both Arjuna and Krishna were in trouble. 
Arjuna was almost defeated, the situation was so tense that he was about to be killed by Bismadeva the very next moment. At that time Lord Krishna wanted to please his devotee, Bisma, by keeping Bisma's promise, which was more important than his own. Seemingly he broke his own promise. He promised before the beginning of the Battle of Hiruxatra that he would remain without weapons and would not use his strength for either of the parties. But to protect Arjuna he got down from the chariot, took up the wheel of the chariot and hurriedly rushed at Bismadeva in an angry mood, as a lion goes to kill an elephant. He dropped his covering cloth on the way, and out of great anger he did not know that he had dropped it. Bismadeva at once gave up his weapons and stood to be killed by Krishna, his beloved lord. The fighting of the day was thus ended at that very moment, and Arjuna was saved. Of course there was no possibility of Arjuna's death, because the Lord himself was on the chariot, but because Bismadeva wanted to see Lord Krishna take up some weapon to save his friend, the Lord created this situation, making Arjuna's death imminent. He stood before Bismadeva to show him that his promise was fulfilled and that he had taken up the wheel. SB 1.9.38 Text 38 Text. Sinavisikha hapovisarna damsaxadija periplutatehinomi prasabhaman hisasaramadvabhartham sabavatuomi begavangadirmukunda. Word for word meanings. Sina, sharp, visikha, arrows, hada, wounded by, visarna damsa, scattered shield, xadija, by wounds, periplutah, smeared with blood, adatehina, the great aggressor, me, my. Prasabham, in an angry mood, and Hisasara, began to move on, Madvata Artham, for the purpose of killing me, Sah, he, Bhavatu, may become, me, my, Bhagavan. The personality of Godhead, Bhavah, destination, Mukunda, who awards salvation. Translation. May he, Lord Shri Krishna, the personality of Godhead, who awards salvation be my ultimate destination. On the battlefield he charged me, as if angry because of the wounds dealt by my sharp arrows. His shield was scattered, and his body was smeared with blood due to the wounds. PURPORT The dealings of Lord Krishna and Bismadeva on the battlefield of Hiruxatra are interesting, because the activities of Lord Shri Krishna appeared to be partial to Arjuna and at enmity with Bismadeva, but factually all this was especially meant to show special favor to Bismadeva, a great devotee of the Lord. The astounding feature of such dealings is that a devotee can please the Lord by playing the part of an enemy. The Lord, being absolute, can accept service from his pure devotee even in the garb of an enemy. The Supreme Lord cannot have any enemy, nor can a so-called enemy harm him, because he is agita, or unconquerable. But still he takes pleasure when his pure devotee beats him like an enemy or rebukes him from a superior position, although no one can be superior to the Lord. These are some of the transcendental reciprocatory dealings of the devotee with the Lord. And those who have no information of pure devotional service cannot penetrate into the mystery of such dealings. Bismadeva played the part of a valiant warrior, and he purposely pierced the body of the Lord, so that to the common eyes it appeared that the Lord was wounded, but factually all this was to bewilder the non-devotees. The all-spiritual body cannot be wounded, and a devotee cannot become the enemy of the Lord. Had it been so, Bismadeva would not have desired to have the very same Lord as the ultimate destination of his life. Had Bismadeva been an enemy of the Lord, Lord Krishna could have annihilated him without even moving. There was no need to come before Bismadeva with blood and wounds. But he did so, because the warrior devotee wanted to see the transcendental beauty of the Lord decorated with wounds created by a pure devotee. This is the way of exchanging transcendental raza, or relations between the Lord and the servitor. By such dealings both the Lord and the devotee become glorified in their respective positions. The Lord was so angry that Arjuna checked him, when he was moving towards Bismadeva, but in spite of Arjuna's checking, he proceeded towards Bismadeva, as a lover goes to a lover, without caring for hindrances. Apparently his determination was to kill Bismadeva, but factually it was to please him as a great devotee of the Lord. The Lord is undoubtedly the deliverer of all conditioned souls. The impersonalists desire salvation from him, and he always awards them according to their aspiration, but here Bismadeva aspires to see the Lord in his personal feature. All pure devotees aspire for this. SB 1.9.39 Text 39 Text 
Vijay Rafa Qutumba Editotrudratahe Rasmini Takriaksaniya Bhagavati Radhars to me numerser Yamivanriksaya Hadgadasvarupam. Word for word meanings. Vijaya, Arjuna, Rafa, Chariot, Kudam, the object of protection at all risk, Adatotra, with a whip in the right hand, Dratahaya, controlling the horses, Rasmini, ropes, Tatsriya, beautifully standing, Ixaniya, to look at, Bhagavati, unto the personality of Godhead, Radhastu, let my attraction be, the, my, Mumursa, one who is about to die, Yam. Upon whom, Iha, in this world, Nirixaya, by looking, Hada, those who died, Bada, attained, Svarupam, original form. Translation. At the moment of death, let my ultimate attraction be to Sri Krishna, the personality of Godhead. I concentrate my mind upon the chariot driver of Arjuna who stood with a whip in his right hand and a bridle rope in his left, who was very careful to give protection to Arjuna's chariot by all means. Those who saw him on the battlefield of Thiruksetra attained their original forms after death. PURPORT A pure devotee of the Lord constantly sees the presence of the Lord within himself because of being transcendentally related by loving service. Such a pure devotee cannot forget the Lord for a moment. This is called trance. The mystic, yogi, tries to concentrate upon the super-soul by controlling the senses from all other engagements, and thus he ultimately attains samadhi. A devotee more easily attains samadhi, or trance, by constantly remembering the Lord's personal feature along with his holy name, fame, pastimes, etc. Therefore, the concentration of the mystic yogi and that of the devotee are not on the same level. The concentration of the mystic is mechanical, whereas that of the pure devotee is natural in pure love and spontaneous affection. This medieval was a pure devotee, and as a military marshal he constantly remembered the battlefield feature of the Lord as Partha Seraphi, the chariot driver of Arjuna. Therefore, the Lord's pastime, as Partha Seraphi is also eternal. The pastimes of the Lord, beginning from his birth at the prison house of Kamsa up to the Masalalila at the end, all move one after another in all the universes, just as the clock hand moves from one point to another. And in such pastimes his associates like the Pandavas and Bisma are constant eternal companions. So Bismadeva never forgot the beautiful feature of the Lord as Partha Seraphi, which even Arjuna could not see. Arjuna was behind the beautiful Partha Seraphi, while Bismadeva was just in front of the Lord. As far as the military feature of the Lord is concerned, Bismadeva observed this with more relish than Arjuna. All the soldiers and persons on the battlefield of Thiruksetra attained their original spiritual form like the Lord after their death, because by the causeless mercy of the Lord they were able to see him face to face on that occasion. The conditioned souls rotating in the evolutionary cycle from the aquatics up to the form of Brahma are all in the form of Maya, or the form obtained by one's own actions and awarded by material nature. The material forms of the conditioned souls are all four in dresses, and when the conditioned soul becomes liberated from the clutches of material energy, he attains his original form. The impersonalist wants to attain the impersonal Brahman effulgence of the Lord, but that is not at all congenial to the living sparks, parts and parcels of the Lord. Therefore, the impersonalists again fall down and get material forms, which are all ethos to the spirit soul. A spiritual form like the Lord's, either two-handed or four-handed, is attained by the devotees of the Lord either in the Vaikunthas or in the Goloka planet, according to the original nature of the soul. This form, which is cent percent spiritual, is the Svirupa of the living being, and all the living beings who participated on the battlefield of Thiruksetra, on both sides, attained their Svirupa, as confirmed by this Medeva. So Lord Shri Krishna was not merciful only to the Pandavas, he was also merciful to the other parties, because all of them attained the same result. This Medeva wanted the same facility also, and that was his prayer to the Lord, although his position, as an associate of the Lord is assured in all circumstances. The conclusion is that whoever dies looking on the personality of Godhead within or without attains his Svirupa, which is the highest perfection of life. SB 1.9.40 Text 40. Text. Lalatagati vilas of Alduhasa Prana in Ruxana Kalpatarumana Kratamana Kratamataya and Madandha Prakratamag and Kila Yasaya Gopamadhava. Word for word meanings. Lalata, attractive, Gati, movements, vilasa, fascinating acts, Valduhasa, sweet smiling, Pranaya, loving, 
Nirksana, looking upon, Kalpata, mentality, Yerumana, highly glorified, Kratamanakritamataya, in the act of copying the movements, Unmadangha, Gunbad in ecstasy, Prakritam, characteristics, Agan, underwent, Kila, certainly, Yasaya, whose, Gopamanhava, the coward damsels. Translation. Let my mind be fixed upon Lord Shri Krishna, whose motions and smiles of love attracted the damsels of Virjatama left square bracket the got is right square bracket. The damsels imitated the characteristic movements of the Lord left square bracket after his disappearance from the Raza dance right square bracket. PURPORT By intense ecstasy in loving service, the damsels of Vrajabhumi attained qualitative oneness with the Lord by dancing with him on an equal level, embracing him in nuptial love, smiling at him in joke, and looking at him with a loving attitude. The relation of the Lord with Arjuna is undoubtedly praiseworthy for devotees like Bismadiva, but the relation of the Gopis with the Lord is still more praiseworthy because of their still more purified loving service. By the grace of the Lord, Arjuna was fortunate enough to have the fraternal service of the Lord, as chariot driver, but the Lord did not award Arjuna with equal strength. The Gopis, however, practically became one with the Lord by attainment of equal footing with the Lord. Bhisma's aspiration to remember the Gopis is a prayer to have their mercy also at the last stage of his life. The Lord is satisfied more when his pure devotees are glorified, and therefore Bismadiva has not only glorified the acts of Arjuna, his immediate object of attraction, but has also remembered the Gopis, who were endowed with unrivaled opportunities for rendering loving service to the Lord. The Gopis' equality with the Lord should never be misunderstood to be like the Sayujaya liberation of the impersonalist. The equality is one of perfect ecstasy, where the differential conception is completely eradicated, for the interests of the lover and the beloved become identical. SB 1.9.41 Text 41 Text Munigan and Rapaveri Sankul Tah Sadasi Yudhisthira Rajasuya Smarvanamapapita Iksanya Mamadrasi Dakara Isa Amiratma Word for Word Meanings Munigana, the great learned sages, Nrapavariya, the great ruling kings, Sankul, in the great assembly of, Antasadasi, conference, Yudhisthira, of Emperor Yudhisthira, Rajasui, a royal performance of sacrifice, Esim, of all the great elites, Arhanam, respectful worship, Apapita, received, Ixaniya, the object of attraction, Mama, my, Drasi, sight, Gakara, within the view of, Esahavi, personally present, Atma, the soul. Translation. At the Rajasuya Yajna left square bracket sacrifice right square bracket performed by Maharaja Yudhisthira, there was the greatest assembly of all the elite men of the world, the royal and learned orders, and in that great assembly Lord Shri Krishna was worshipped by one and all, as the most exalted personality of Godhead. This happened during my presence, and I remembered the incident in order to keep my mind upon the Lord. Purport. After gaining victory in the Battle of Thiruksitra, Maharaja Yudhisthira, the Emperor of the World, performed the Rajasuya sacrificial ceremony. The Emperor, in those days, upon his ascendance to the throne, would send a challenge horse all over the world to declare his supremacy, and any ruling prince or king was at liberty to accept the challenge and express his tacit willingness either to obey or to disobey the supremacy of the particular Emperor. One who accepted the challenge had to fight with the emperor and establish his own supremacy by victory. The defeated king would have to sacrifice his life, making a place for another king or ruler. So Maharaja Yudhisthira also dispatched such challenging horses all over the world, and every ruling prince and king all over the world accepted Maharaja Yudhisthira's leadership as the emperor of the world. After this, all rulers of the world under the regime of Maharaja Yudhisthira were invited to participate in the great sacrificial ceremony of Rajasuya. Such performances required hundreds of millions of dollars, and it was not an easy job for a petty king. Such a sacrificial ceremony, being too expensive and also difficult to perform under present circumstances, is now impossible in this age of Kali. Nor can anyone secure the required expert priesthood to take charge of the ceremony. So, after being invited, all the kings and great learned sages of the world assembled in the capital of Maharaja Yudhisthira. The learned society, including the great philosophers, religionists, physicians, scientists and all great sages, was invited. 
that is to say, the Brahmanas and the Ksatriyas were the topmost leading men in society, and they were all invited to participate in the assembly. The Vaisyas and Sudras were unimportant elements in society, and they are not mentioned herein. Due to the change of social activities in the modern age, the importance of men has also changed in terms of occupational positions. So in that great assembly, Lord Shri Krishna was the sign of neighboring eyes. Everyone wanted to see Lord Krishna, and everyone wanted to pay his humble respects to the Lord. This Madiva remembered all this and was glad that his worshipful Lord, the Personality of Godhead, was present before him in his actual formal presence. So to meditate on the Supreme Lord is to meditate on the activities, form, pastimes, name and fame of the Lord. That is easier than what is imagined as meditation on the impersonal figure of the Supreme. In the Bhagavad Gita, 12.5, it is clearly stated that to meditate upon the impersonal feature of the Supreme is very difficult. It is practically no meditation or simply a waste of time, because very seldom is the desired result obtained. The devotees, however, meditate upon the Lord's factual form and pastimes, and therefore the Lord is easily approachable by the devotees. This is also stated in the Bhagavad Gita, 12.9. The Lord is non-different from his transcendental activities. It is indicated also in this sloka that Lord Shri Krishna, while actually present before human society, especially in connection with the battle of Hiruksitra, was accepted as the greatest personality of the time, although he might not have been recognized as the supreme personality of Godhead. The propaganda that a very great man is worshipped, as God, after his death is misleading, because a man, after his death cannot be made into God. Nor can the personality of Godhead be a human being, even, when he is personally present. Both ideas are misconceptions. The idea of anthropomorphism cannot be applicable in the case of Lord Krishna. SB 1.9.42 Text 42 Text Tamimun atomajam sararabajam hardi hardi disfitam atmakalpinam pratidrasam ivanakan harkam ekam samadhigatosmivan hudabidamaha. Word for word meanings. Tam, that personality of Godhead, Imun, now present before me, Atom, I, Adam, the inborn, Sararabajam, of the conditioned soul, Kridi, in the heart, Kridi, in the heart, Disfitam, situated, Atma, the super soul, Talpinam, of the speculators, Pratidrasam, in every direction, Iva, like, Madakata, not one, Arkham, the sun, Ekam, one. Only, Samadhi me, I have undergone trance in meditation, Vinhuda, being freed from, Bidamaha, misconception of duality. Translation. Now I can meditate with full concentration upon that one Lord, Shri Krishna, now present before me, because now I have transcended the misconceptions of duality in regard to his presence in everyone's heart, even in the hearts of the mental speculators. He is in everyone's heart. The sun may be perceived differently, but the sun is one. PURPORT Lord Shri Krishna is the one absolute supreme personality of Godhead, but he has expanded himself into his multiplanary portions and multidifferentiated portions by his inconceivable energy. The conception of duality is due to ignorance of his inconceivable energy. In the Bhagavad Gita, 9.11, the Lord says that only the foolish take him to be a mere human being. Such foolish men are not aware of his inconceivable energies. By his inconceivable energy he is present in everyone's heart, as the sun is present before everyone all over the world. The Paramatma feature of the Lord is an expansion of his plenary portions. He expands himself as Paramatma in everyone's heart by his inconceivable energy, and he also expands himself as the glowing effulgence of Brahmajayatir by expansion of his personal glow. It is stated in the Brahma Samhita that the Brahmajayatir is his personal glow. Therefore, there is no difference between him and his personal glow, Brahmajayatir, or his plenary portions as Paramatma. Less intelligent persons who are not aware of this fact consider Brahmajayatir and Paramatma to be different from Sri Krishna. This misconception of duality is completely removed from the mind of this Madiva, and he is now satisfied that it is Lord Shri Krishna only who is all in all in everything. This enlightenment is attained by the great Mahatmas or devotees, as it is stated in Bhagavad Gita, 7.19 that Vasudeva is all in all in everything and that there is no existence of anything without Vasudeva. Vasudeva, or Lord Shri Krishna, is the original Supreme Person, as now confirmed by this Madiva. 
since this Madiva is one of the twelve Mahajanas, or great authorities, both the neophytes and the pure devotees must try to follow in his footsteps. That is the way of the devotional mind. The worshipable object of this Madiva is Lord Shri Krishna as Partha Sarathi, and that of the Gopis is the same Krishna in Vrindavana as the most attractive Sundara. Sometimes less intelligent scholars make a mistake and think that the Krishna of Vrindavana and that of the Battle of Hiruksatra are different personalities. But for Bismadiva this misconception is completely removed. Even the impersonalist's object of destination is Krishna as the impersonal Jyoti, and the yogi's destination of Paramatma is also Krishna. Krishna is both Brahmajayatira and localized Paramatma, but Brahmajayatira and Paramatma are not full representations of Krishna. In Krishna there are both Brahmajayatira and Paramatma, but in Brahmajayatira or Paramatma there is no Krishna or sweet relations with Krishna. In his personal feature Krishna is both Partha Sarathi and Sundara of Vrindavana, but in his impersonal feature he is neither in the Brahmajayatir nor in the Paramatma. Great Mahatmas like this Madiva realize all these different features of Lord Shri Krishna, and therefore they worship Lord Krishna with one-pointed attention, knowing him as the origin of all features. SB 1.9.43 Text 43 Text Sudha Yuvaka Krishna Eva Magavati Manovag Trastivra Tibhi Hatmani Edmanam Vesaya Sotasvasa Aparabat. Word for word meanings. Sutta Yuvaka, Sudha Gosvami said, Krishna, Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Evam, only, Bhagavati, unto him, Mana, with mind, Vak, speech, Drasti, sight, Vratibhya, activities, Admani, unto the Super Soul, Admanam, the living being, Avesaya, having merged in, Sah, he, Antasvasa, inhaling, Aparabat, became silent. Translation Sudagasvami said, thus this Madiva merged himself in the Super Soul, Lord Shri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, with his mind, speech, sight and actions, and thus he became silent, and his breathing stopped. PURPORT The stage attained by this Madiva, while quitting his material body is called Nirvikalpa Samadhi, because he merged his self into thinking of the Lord by engaging his mind in remembering the Lord's different activities, his speech in chanting the glories of the Lord, and his sight in seeing the Lord personally present before him. Thus all his activities became concentrated upon the Lord without deviation. This is the highest stage of perfection, and it is possible for everyone to attain this stage by practice of devotional service. The devotional service of the Lord consists of nine principles of service activities, and they are, 1. Hearing, 2. Chanting, 3. Remembering, 4. Serving the lotus feet, 5. Worshipping, 6. Praying, 7. Executing the orders, 8. Fraternizing, and 9. Fully surrendering. Any one of them or all of them are equally competent to award the desired result, but they require to be practiced persistently under the guidance of an expert devotee of the Lord. The first item, hearing, is the most important item of all, and therefore hearing of the Bhagavad Gita and, later on, Srimad Bhagavatam is essential for the serious candidate who wants to attain the stage of Dismadiva at the end. The unique situation at this Madhava's time of death can be attained, even though Lord Krishna may not be personally present. His words of the Bhagavad Gita or those of Srimad Bhagavatam are identical with the Lord. They are sound incarnations of the Lord, and one can fully utilize them to be entitled to attain the stage of Sri Bismadiva, who was one of the eight Vasis. Every man or animal must die at a certain stage of life, but one who dies like this Madiva attains perfection, and one who dies forced by the laws of nature dies like an animal. That is the difference between a man and an animal. The human form of life is especially meant for dying like this Madiva. SB 1.9.44 Text 44 Text Sampadayamanamajnaya bismambramani niscale sarvbabhuvas tetus Word for word meanings. Sampadayamanam, having merged into, Ajnaya, after knowing this, Bismam. About Sri Bismadiva, Brahmani, into the Supreme Absolute, Niskale, Unlimited, Sarv, all present, Babhuvahta, all of them became, Tusnam. Silent, Vayamsiiva, like birds, Dinaatiya, at the end of the day. Translation. Knowing that this Madiva had merged into the unlimited eternity of the Supreme Absolute, all present there became silent like birds at the end of the day. PURPORT 
to enter into or to become merged into the unlimited eternity of the Supreme Absolute means to enter the original home of the living being. The living beings are all component parts and parcels of the Absolute Personality of Godhead, and therefore they are eternally related with Him, as the servitor and the served. The Lord is served by all His parts and parcels, as the complete machine is served by its parts and parcels. Any part of the machine removed from the whole is no longer important. Similarly, any part and parcel of the Absolute detached from the service of the Lord is useless. The living beings who are in the material world are all disintegrated parts and parcels of the Supreme Whole, and they are no longer as important as the original parts and parcels. There are, however, more integrated living beings who are eternally liberated. The material energy of the Lord, called Burgasakti, or the superintendent of the prison house, takes charge of the disintegrated parts and parcels, and thus they undergo a conditioned life under the laws of material nature. When the living being becomes conscious of this fact, he tries to go back home, back to Godhead, and thus the spiritual urge of the living being begins. This spiritual urge is called Brahmajijmasa, or inquiry about Brahman. Principally this Brahmajijmasa is successful by knowledge, renunciation and devotional service to the Lord. Jnana, or knowledge, means knowledge of everything of Brahman, the Supreme, renunciation means detachment of material affection, and devotional service is the revival by practice of the original position of the living being. The successful living beings who are eligible to enter into the realm of the Absolute are called the Jnanis, the Yogis and the Bhaktis. The Jnanis and Yogis enter into the impersonal rays of the Supreme, but the Bhaktis enter into the spiritual planets known as the Vaikunthas. In these spiritual planets the Supreme Lord, as Narayana predominates, and the healthy, unconditioned living beings lie there by rendering loving service to the Lord in the capacity of servant, friend, parents and fiancé. There the unconditioned living beings enjoy life in full freedom with the Lord, whereas the impersonalist Jnanis and Yogis enter into the impersonal glowing effulgence of the Vaikuntha planets. The Vaikuntha planets are all self-illuminating like the sun, and the rays of the Vaikuntha planets are called the Brahmajayatir. The Brahmajayatir is spread unlimitedly, and the material world is but a covered portion of an insignificant part of the same Brahmajayatir. This covering is temporary, and therefore it is a sort of illusion. Bismadeva, as a pure devotee of the Lord, entered the spiritual realm in one of the Vaikuntha planets where the Lord in his eternal form of Partha Seraphi predominates over the unconditioned living beings who are constantly engaged in the service of the Lord. The love and affection which bind the Lord and devotee are exhibited in the case of Bismadeva. Bismadeva never forgot the Lord in his transcendental feature as the Partha Seraphi, and the Lord was present personally before Bismadeva, while he was passing to the transcendental world. That is the highest perfection of life. SB 1.9.45 Text 45 Text Tatra dindubhayo nedar diva manava veditahsa samsahsan havo rajnam katpetahpastav rastayah Word for word meanings. Tatra, thereafter, dindubhaya, drums, meta, were sounded, diva, the demigods from other planets, manava, men from all countries, vedita, beaten by, sasamsa, praised, santava, honest, rajnam, by the royal order, cat, from the sky, peta, began to fall, pastavrastaya, showers of flowers. Translation. Thereafter, both men and demigods sounded drums in honor, and the honest royal order commenced demonstrations of honor and respect. And from the sky fell showers of flowers. PURPORT This medieval was respected both by the human beings and by the demigods. The human beings live on Earth and similar other planets in the Burr and Buver group of planets, but the demigods live in the Svar, or heavenly planets, and all of them knew this Medeva as a great warrior and devotee of the Lord. As a Mahajana, or authority, he was on the level of Brahma, Narada and Shiva, although he was a human being. Qualification on a part with the great demigods is possible only on attainment of spiritual perfection. Thus this Medeva was known all over the universes, and during his time interplanetary travel was affected by finer methods than the feudal endeavors of mechanical spacecraft. When the distant planets were informed of the passing away of this Medeva, all the inhabitants of the upper planets as well as of the Earth dropped showers of flowers to show due respect to the departed Great Personality. This showering of flowers from heaven is a sign of recognition by great demigods, and it should never be compared to the decoration of a dead body. 
the body of this Madiva lost its material effects due to being surcharged with spiritual realization, and thus the body was spiritualized, as, when iron becomes red hot when in contact with fire. The body of a fully self-realized soul is not, therefore, accepted as material. Special ceremonies are observed for such spiritual bodies. The respect and recognition of this Madiva are never to be imitated by artificial means, as it has become a fashion to observe the so-called Jayanti ceremony for any and every common man. According to authorized Sastras, such a Jayanti ceremony for an ordinary man, however exalted he may be materially, is an offense to the Lord, because Jayanti is reserved for the day when the Lord appears on the earth. This Madiva was unique in his activities, and his passing away to the kingdom of God is also unique. SB 1.9.46 Text 46 Text Tassaya nirharanat ini sampara tassaya bargava yudhisthira karayabha muhardam dakieto bhavit Word for word meanings. Tassaya is nirharana adini, funeral ceremony, sampara tassaya, of the dead body, bargava, o descendant of Brahu, yudhisthira. Maharaja Yudhisthira, Karayabha, having performed it, Muhardam, for a moment, Dukhita, sorry, and have it, became. Translation. O descendant of Brahu left square brackets on a right square bracket, after performing funeral rituals for the dead body of this Madiva, Maharaja Yudhisthira was momentarily overtaken with grief. Purport. This Madiva was not only a great family head of Maharaja Yudhisthira, but also he was a great philosopher and friend to him, his brothers and his mother. Since Maharaja Pandu, the father of the five brothers headed by Maharaja Yudhisthira, had died, this Madiva was the most affectionate grandfather of the Pandavas and caretaker of the widow daughter Ilakantadini. Although Maharaja Dhritarashtra, the elder uncle of Maharaja Yudhisthira, was there to look after them, his affection was more on the side of his hundred sons, headed by Dhrayadhana. Ultimately a colossal clique was fabricated to deprive the five fatherless brothers of the rightful claim of the kingdom of Hastinapura. There was great intrigue, common in imperial palaces, and the five brothers were exiled to the wilderness. But this Madiva was always a sincerely sympathetic well-wisher, grandfather, friend and philosopher to Maharaja Yudhisthira, even up to the last moment of his life. He died very happily by seeing Maharaja Yudhisthira to the throne, otherwise he would have long ago quitted his material body, instead of suffering agony over the undue sufferings of the Pandavas. He was simply waiting for the opportune moment, because he was sure and certain that the sons of Pandua would come out victorious in the battlefield of Hiruxatra, as his lordship Sri Krishna was their protector. As a devotee of the Lord, he knew that the Lord's devotee cannot be vanquished at any time. Maharaja Yudhisthira was quite aware of all these good wishes of this Madiva, and therefore he must have been feeling the great separation. He was sorry for the separation of a great soul, and not for the material body which Bismadiva relinquished. The funeral ceremony was a necessary duty, although Bismadiva was a liberated soul. Since Bismadiva was without issue, the eldest grandson, namely Maharaja Yudhisthira, was the rightful person to perform this ceremony. It was a great boon to Bismadiva that an equally great son of the family undertook the last rites of a great man. SB 1.9.47 Text 47. Text. Tastuvar Munao Hrstah Krishnan Tabguhaina Madhya Tadis Tekrasnad Hrdayah Svasraman Prayah Puna. Word for word meanings. Tastuva, satisfied, Munao, the great sages, headed by Vyasadeva, etc. Krishnan, all in a happy mood, Krishnan, unto Lord Krishnan, the personality of Godhead, Tat, his, Guhaya, confidential, Namadhya, by his holy name, etc. Tadah, thereafter, Tat. They, Krishna Hardaya, persons who always bear Lord Krishna in their hearts, Svahasraman, to their respective hermitages, Praya, returned. Puna, again. Translation. All the great sages then glorified Lord Shri Krishna, who was present there, by confidential Vedic hymns. Then all of them returned to their respective hermitages, bearing always Lord Krishna within their hearts. Purport. The devotees of the Lord are always in the heart of the Lord, and the Lord is always in the hearts of the devotees. That is the sweet relation between the Lord and his devotees. 
due to an alloyed love and devotion for the Lord, the devotees always see him within themselves, and the Lord also, although he has nothing to do and nothing to aspire to, is always busy in attending to the welfare of his devotees. For the ordinary living beings the law of nature is there for all actions and reactions, but he is always anxious to put his devotees on the right path. The devotees, therefore, are under the direct care of the Lord. And the Lord also voluntarily puts himself under the care of his devotees only. So all the sages, headed by Vyasadeva, were devotees of the Lord, and therefore they chanted the Vedic hymns after the funeral ceremony just to please the Lord, who was present there personally. All the Vedic hymns are chanted to please Lord Krishna. This is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita, 15.15. All the Vedas, Upanishads, Vedanta, etc., are seeking him only, and all hymns are for glorifying him only. The sages, therefore, performed the exact acts suitable for the purpose, and they happily departed for their respective hermitages. SB 1.9.48 Text 48 Text Tato Yunhistiro Gatva Sata Krasnoga Javayam Pinaram Sandvayam Asagandaram Katapasvanam. Word for word meanings. Tata, thereafter, Yunhistira, Maharaja Yunhistira, Gatva, going there, Sata, with, Krishna, the Lord, Gajavayam, in the capital named Gajavaya Hastinapira, Pinaram, unto his uncle, Dhritarashtra, Sandvayam Asa, consoled, Gandaram, the wife of Dhritarashtra, Ka, and, Tapasvanam, an ascetic lady. Translation. Thereafter, Maharaja Yudhisthira at once went to his capital, Hastinapura, accompanied by Lord Sri Krishna, and there he consoled his uncle and Aunt Gandhari, who was an ascetic. Purport. Dhritarashtra and Gandhari, the father and the mother of Brayadhana and his brothers, were the elder uncle and aunt of Maharaja Yudhisthira. After the battle of Thiruksetra, the celebrated couple, having lost all their sons and grandsons, were under the care of Maharaja Yudhisthira. They were passing their days in great agony over such a heavy loss of life and were practically living the life of ascetics. The death news of Dismadeva, uncle of Dhritarashtra, was another great shock for the king and the queen, and therefore they required solace from Maharaja Yudhisthira. Maharaja Yudhisthira was conscious of his duty, and he at once hurried to the spot with Lord Krishna and satisfied the bereaved Dhritarashtra with kind words, from both himself and the Lord also. Gandhari was a powerful ascetic, although she was living the life of a faithful wife and a kind mother. It is said that Gandhari also voluntarily blindfolded her eyes because of the blindness of her husband. A wife's duty is to follow the husband cent percent. And Gandhari was so true to her husband that she followed him even in his perpetual blindness. Therefore in her actions she was a great ascetic. Besides that, the shock she suffered because of the wholesale killing of her 100 sons and her grandsons also was certainly too much for a woman. But she suffered all this just like an ascetic. Gandhari, although a woman, is no less than Visvadeva in character. They are both remarkable personalities in the Mahabharata. SB 1.9.49. Text 49. Text. Petrakanamato Rajavasudavanamaditahakakara Rajayam Dharmina Petrakatamaham Vigha. Word for word meanings. Petra, by his uncle, Dhritarashtra, Ka, and Anumatah, with his approval, Raja, King Yudhisthira, Vasudeva Anumaditah, confirmed by Lord Sri Krishna, Takara, executed, Rajayam, the kingdom, Dharmina, in compliance with the codes of royal principles, Petra, father, Paytamaham. Forefather, Vigha, as great as. Translation. After this, the great religious king, Maharaja Yudhisthira, executed the royal power in the kingdom strictly according to the codes of royal principles approved by his uncle and confirmed by Lord Sri Krishna. Purport. Maharaja Yudhisthira was not a mere tax collector. He was always conscious of his duty as a king, which is no less than that of a father or spiritual master. The king is to see to the welfare of the citizens from all angles of social, political, economic and spiritual upliftment. The king must know that human life is meant for liberating the engaged soul from the bondage of material conditions, and therefore his duty is to see that the citizens are properly looked after to attain this highest stage of perfection. Maharaja Yudhisthira followed these principles strictly, as will be seen from the next chapter. 
Not only did he follow the principles, but he also got approval from his old uncle, who was experienced in political affairs, and that was also confirmed by Lord Krishna, the speaker of the philosophy of Bhagavad Gita. Maharaja Yudhisthira is the ideal monarch, and monarchy under a trained king like Maharaja Yudhisthira is by far the most superior form of government, superior to modern republics or governments of the people, by the people. The mass of people, especially in this age of Kali, are all born sadras, basically low-born, ill-trained, unfortunate and badly associated. They themselves do not know the highest perfectional aim of life. Therefore, votes cast by them actually have no value, and thus persons elected by such irresponsible votes cannot be responsible representatives like Maharaja Yudhisthira. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the first canto, ninth chapter, of the Srimad Bhagavatam.